What's going on, my friends, my inspired peeps? Welcome back to another week's episode of Inspired Incompetence. Matt here to bring you in again this week. Just uh, some quick reminders off the top. Uh, First and foremost, we have our call to arms going once again on our Facebook page. Uh, All you have to do to enter that is to like our Facebook page. And uh, it would help if you convinced all of your friends and family to do the same. Once we reach 500 likes, we are going to choose one supporter of the page to receive a free mini spellbook from Elderwood Academy. These mini spellbooks are fantastic little dice and mini holders. I would suggest heading over to Elderwood Academy's website to check them out just to see what kind of goodie you could win for simply clicking a button on a screen. Other than that, please make sure you're following us on Twitter for any other updates that we might have. You can always join the conversation on Discord. We're always around to chat on there. The link for that is on the bottom of our website page. That's inspiredincompetence.com. Other than that, if you like the show, there are two things you can do that help us out immensely. First is you can rate us and review us on whatever platform you choose to listen to us on. It goes a long way towards getting us some more recognition so we can grow our listener base. So you can stop being hipsters about knowing us first. We can go mainstream, which is the dream. Also, number two, there is our Patreon page. For those of you who already support us, thank you. You're awesome. You're the best. For anyone else, what are you waiting for? If you listen to this show every week, obviously you must like it enough to keep coming back. Throw us a couple of bucks. Uh, that sounded kind of demanding. But still, we, we do. We appreciate absolutely anything that you guys can throw our way. And yeah, they get some, some nifty perks in there, including articles and early access to episodes and even some stuff, some merch once in a while. But that's enough blathering out of me for one week. Well, for one intro. So let's jump right into it, shall we? Come join us for episode number nine of our Tyrant's Grasp playthrough, Glass Jaws. Here to remind you to drink at least 64 ounces of podcasts a day, we're inspired incompetence. How's everybody doing today? Thirsty. Can't really complain. Everybody thirsty for some podcasts? Oh, I've been... Listen to podcasts all day at work. Dimension (laughs) Door, Glass Cannon, Inspired Competence. They're my favorite. Very good. So we left off on a a good old cliffhanger. You guys are are in the the wonderfully named Palace of Teeth. Not cringy at all. You just uh, got attacked by a stained glass window that literally peeled out of the glass and took a swing at Thalias. Yeah, that was bullshit. <laughs> it missed you, though, so it's fine. Yeah. I just don't want to fight a window or fairies with teeth. I'm not into that. I just want to be on my mm. way. Oh, That's literally the only type of enemy for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think you're sorry at all. Here's a, here's a close-up of that window, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's been... So, like, it... It want like the face used to like look normal, but it looks like it's been like f- like repaired and altered over time by these uh, by these creatures who live here, and like they added their they added teeth to it. So his face looks like an animator put himself in as like a background character. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everybody roll initiative. Vipera. six. Okay, Father Crow, seventeen. Rogar, fifteen. Uhtred, twenty-two. 
Elias. 11. Okay, up first is Uhtred. Vibera just tried to talk this thing down like you, like she did with the with the little pixie-like creatures outside, and it did not work. Alright, um, let's hit it with an acid splash. Oh, okay. That's a 11 to hit its touch AC. Yeah, 11 will hit the touch, its touch AC. Uh, so it takes two acid damage. Okay, very good. Up next is Father Crow. Right, Father Crow is going to draw his mace. Ooh, okay. Spray it in the face. No, I'm actually going to ready in action. If it gets within five feet of me, I'm going to smash it or attempt to. Cool. Then it is Rogyar's turn. Okay. Rogyar is very bravely going to move to the northeast about 15 feet. And then he is going to shoot a blast straight at this thing with a fun little penalty for, you know, shooting in the melee. Of course. But that is a 14 to hit, even with the penalty. 14 doesn't hit. Wow, this thing's got a hell of an armor bonus then. 11 hits its touch, but 14 doesn't hit regular. That's that's rough. That is correct. Thelias, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm going to smash him up. Disrespected me. <laughs> Shovel time. 14. 14 does not hit. All right, this thing is going to respond with two attacks on Thelias. Here we go. As its tooth-covered fingertips come swiping out. That's a 16 to hit. That is a miss. Excellent. And a 20 to hit. Ooh, that's a hit. You take eight damage. Holy Ow. Christ. I uh, am visibly in pieces looking at about um, a third of my hit points anybody who wants to can give me a uh, knowledge arcana check on this thing anybody who has that is trained in that 21 21 okay this is an animated object it's kind of a like a it's like a like a whole category of construct the construct is like the monster type an animated object is, in many ways, just a regular object that has been given autonomy through magic. And usually they have some sort of uh, instructions or whatnot. But all animated objects have different abilities based on the strength of the magic that created them and their anatomy. But you can give me two questions about this animated object. Let's play the HP game. Okay. 25. More. Does it have any form of DR? It does not have damage reduction, and this is what I initially missed. But as an object, objects have hardness, which is essentially the same thing as damage reduction, uh, except it usually can't be overcome by anything. Though certain materials or abilities will state that it ignores a certain amount of hardness when damaging an object. So you know that it has, it's, it's made of glass, so it only has hardness too. And you also know that it has vulnerability to sonic damage, but it has uh, electricity resistance of 10. And that comes from it being made of glass. I don't think anyone has sonic damage unless Father Crow's got some more secrets up his sleeve. <laughs> Nothing like that. All right, then uh, up next is Vipira. Vipira takes a uh, five-foot step to the left uh, diagonal heading north. And she is going to um, claw claw. 
Okay. Eight. Eight does not hit. And uh, one more. Here we go. Uh, 20 to hit. 20 hits. Five damage. What a boy. I uh, deal five damage, and you feel some of that damage get dispersed by the rigid glass that the creature is made of. Oof. And that brings us back to Uhtred. Boy, I'd love to acid splash from where I'm at, but I feel like... You can five-foot fi- step. Yeah, can I five-foot step have- here and have line of sight? Yes. Hold on. It's going to be nine plus two for an 11 minus four. Uh, yeah, that acid splash goes wide in Uhtred's uh, effort to not hit any of his friends. Up next is Father Crow. Uh, the creature did not approach you last turn, so your held action did not go off. All right. Father Crow will step forward five feet. And actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a move action and go ten in case somebody wants to come on the other side and flank. Okay. And I'm going to just two-hand smash at this thing with a mace. Okay. 18 to hit. All right. Uh, it's uh, one damage. Okay. Oh. Now, as we <laughs> as we discussed in the past, uh, anytime like you finish the damage calculation and it's less than one, it defaults to one non-lethal damage. Unfortunately, constructs are immune to non-lethal damage. So Father <laughs> so Crow's... So it takes just one damage, right? So, no, well, no. Uh, <laughs> so Father Crow's mace kind of slides off at a weird angle, and he probably feel that your swing did not deliver any damage. Shit. Up next is Rogyar. Well, now that Father Crow's... Yeah, now that Father Crow's in my way, Rogyar is going to uh, step south about 10 feet or so, 15 feet, to get a, another at least clear line of sight shot on this thing. And let's try another blast. And that is less than last time, so that is a 12 to hit. Doesn't hit. Yeah. I need to roll really high to hit these things. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get that precise shot feet, not level well, three. Yeah, well give us level three and I'll take precise shot. Okay, so up next is Uhtred. No. Thalias? Sorry, up next is Thalias. I'm gonna use my last lay on hands of the day. And uh, I'm also gonna take a, a stepperoo backwards just to not get crushed, you know. Alright. Hey. Yeah, five. Thank God. If that was a one, I, I was in trouble. <laughs> I mean, I'm still in trouble, but... All right. Um, shoot. Actually, I guess my positioning's all right. I'll, I'll just stay here and attack with my shovel and hope, like usual. <laughs> 23. 23 hits. Max roll damage, 10. Let's go. And All right. You give it a good wallop. You see little hairline fractures blossom out from the, the point of impact with your shovel but the creature is not slowing down. Okay, it is the uh, it is the stained glass creature's turn, and it's going to mix it up, and it's going to turn to its left, and it's going to attack Father Crow. That is an eight to hit. That misses. I have Jesus on my and, side. <laughs> <laughs> and an 11 to hit. That also misses. Didn't you hear him? See Jesus. Iomide, take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my bouncer. <laughs> Okay, then it is now Viper's turn. Viper's going to take one more five-foot step to the north to be flanking with Father Crow. And constructs have no special immunity to sneak attack. In addition to like hitting a creature's vital organs, sneak attack can also be like hitting pressure spots, weaknesses joints. on joints. Yeah. Sure. 
That's fantastic. And there's going to be another claw claw. And first one is going to be a 18 to hit. 18 hits. With 12 damage. Six being sneak attack. Ooh. God damn. Ooh. Yep, this thing is not slowing down still. All right, uh, here we go. Uh, I don't think a 10's going to do it. Uh, 12. 12 does not hit. Nah. Hutch. All right. That's fine. It's fine. We're cool. Yeah. Only 12 damage there. That brings us back to Utrid. All right. If it's not broke, don't fix it. More acid. Um, so that's going to be a 14 with the minus four penalty to hit his touch. That'll hit. Ooh, max damage for me. Three. Got to turn this thing to sand slowly but surely. <laughs> Father Crow. Father Crow's going to turn to Thelias. You got to stay in the fight. I'm going to put my hand on his chest and cast Cure Light Wounds. Are you going to cast defensively? My hero. I am. I got an eight. All right, an eight, unfortunately, is not enough to cast defensively, and you lose the spell. No. Okay, up next is Rogyar. Okay, Rogyar, uh, still with a line of sight, is going to keep trying to shoot a blast at this thing. Ugh, that's a 13 to hit. 13 won't hit. This is rough, because, like, I'm not rolling bad. It's just I need to roll yes. really yeah. good to hit this thing. I need at least, like, a 15 on the dice to hit this thing. Now it is Thelias' turn. Yeah. All right. Shovel and pray. Oh, 22. 22 hits. That shovel is hot tonight, baby. Six damage. All right. This thing is really starting to look pretty beat up, but we're back to its turn. And now it's going to turn around. It's going to take two swipes at Vipira. And that'll be a 10 to hit. Does not hit. And an 11 to hit. Does not hit. Okay, Vipira, you're up. Ah, Vipira... Gonna keep on going with these. Uh, yeah, these finish claws. this thing off. Yeah, skull here. Claw number one does a twelve hit. No, twelve does not hit. Next claw. Oh, one. Uh oh. Roll to confirm. Uh, does a seventeen confirm? Seventeen does not confirm. All right. Okay, Uhtred, you're up. All right, let's triple down. A natural oh. 20. Roll oh. to confirm. Oh, baby. Uh, oh, I didn't wow. confirm. Oh. All right. Another max roll there for another three acid. Pew, pew, pew. All right. You can hear like the like the, like the the crinkling of, of this thing just holding on by a thread. All the little like like flecks of glass are just like, like every single movement. But it is not going down. Father Crow. Yeah. Crow is just going to swing his goddamn ma- Ioma Day and damned mace. <laughs> Ioma damn mace. Ioma damn mace. I own my damn mace. <laughs> That's my mace. And I swing it. I don't know, oh, no. God damn it. <laughs> I got a 21 to hit. 21 will hit. Tell me about your damage. I'm going to tell you all about my damage. I got two. Count them. One, two hot points of damage. <laughs> That's awesome. Unfortunately, none of that transfers. This thing is still moving. I think it did two damage to my spirit. (laughs) Rogar. Okay. 
Well, let's see if I can hit this thing once in this combat. Spoiler. Oh, shit. Oh. That's a natural oh. 20. Oh. Oh. But it's a natural one on the confirmation. Okay, so no confirm. But I still hit it, and I max rolled that shit for 12 damage. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Holy shit. You obliterate Boom. that stained glass angel. And glass, gla like glass powder just flies everywhere. You guys need to shield your eyes and... When, when the cacophony of 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 of, of the, the chinkling glass filings ends, you actually hear like a like a k -k 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 -k, like something semi heavy and solid uh, landing and bouncing on the floor a couple times before f uh, falling still. And you look down where the angel used to be, and you see a a deep red stone. Detect magic. It's a Texas magic. Spellcraft to deduce 26. This stone is like a perfect sphere, and you identify it as an Iun stone. Ooh. Uh, Those are fancy. Iun stones, uh, you like put them up uh, over your head, and it just kind of gravitates around your head like, like a moon around the planet. There's many different kinds of Iun stones, all granting their own bonuses. This Ion Stone is a deep red sphere Ion Stone, and it grants the wearer a plus two enhancement bonus to dexterity. Oh, who's our dex oh. guys? I like dex. Pretty much everybody except the Lias. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Uhtred's definitely eyeballing that. I mean, yeah, Rogiar is too. Uh, Vipera is too. Yeah, Vipera's <laughs> already gotten some nice gear this AP so far. I mean, she's got that rapier, I think, but that's it. Yeah, I was saying Uhtred has the the beads, the uh, the necklace. Yeah, the talismans. I think Father Crow's the only... Father Crow and Rogiar are the two to like not really get anything yet. Yeah, like Father Crow has the, has that mace that they found, cause, and that was mostly a process of elimination. Right. <laughs> I don't know, like, so yeah, Rogiar hasn't who... gotten anything yet, but Rogiar doesn't, like, Kinetics don't really need much in the way of gear either. So, like, the straight stat boost would be nice. But so anybody who like all of that considered anybody who still wants it we're uh let's do a roll off and that will uh represent the group's uh like conversation I want it because of this I want it because of that okay fine you have it like that'll just be the representation of <gasps> oh, oh, oh crow baby oh, oh who threw daddy crow into this pew 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 <laughs> All right. It sounds like uh, Father Crow had the uh, had a great sales pitch about why he deserves that Iun Stone. All right. So what do you guys do? What's in the room? Um, yeah. What's in the room? It just kind of looks like a big uh, receiving room. The stained glass window was kind of like the the only thing of interest in that room, and you guys just fought it. There's the double doors to the south where you came from, and then there's two openings. Uh, like two archways that lead into a, another room to the north. Uh, one archway is on the east side of the room. The other archway is on the west side of the room. Real quick, does it feel like whoever owns this house and this room would be pissed if um, there was just all this broken glass on the floor that wasn't cleaned up? Maybe. Oh, uh, Rogar will use his uh, aerokinesis to just kind of sweep it all into a corner in a pile. Oh, perfect. Uh, I love I was that. Just, I was just going <laughs> to yell at a bunch of tooth fairies to tell them to sweep it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, I I can do it without even getting hands dirty. Just like blow it into a, a pile. So I love that. Perfect. 
you caused the mess you clean it up i'm, I'm perfectly happy with that <laughs> you want to uh head over to this left uh entrance maybe there's something over here well you're the front man so yeah wherever you go we'll follow <laughs> you're gonna poke my head uh, in this, you, this area yeah do you want to go first there uh joe i look back at my friend father crow and his uh fancy new uh ion stone there and coughing blood a bit <coughs> father do you <coughs> happen to have a oh you're yeah you're you're looking rather rough come here i'll walk up and cast a heal it is a d8 plus two two oh andrew you did me dirty you did me so <laughs> no dirty. the dice did you dirty <laughs> that's the last time i heal you now <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, save those heels for me. Oh. No, I actually am gonna. I'm gonna go again. Uh, Father Crow goes. Sorry, let me. That was my mistake. Let me try one more time. For everybody <laughs> who can't see the roll twenty screen, uh, that was a natural one for a total of three. Oh yeah, and then I rolled a three for a total of five. All right, I love that. That helps. I I thank you graciously and uh, sort of straighten up, fix my armor, check my shovel. You know, make sure it's still fastened correctly, and here we go, into the room. Before you go, I'm not going to be able to do that again today. I nod, and I say, yes, that's all right. We'll leave it all out here. All right, you look into the next room, and a wide stair ascends to the north, splitting into two graceful arches leading to a balcony that rings this room. The banisters are all made of elegant wrought iron, with teeth jutting from the ironwork and affixed to the railing. Three hanging lanterns of cut crystal illuminate the room. An elaborate fountain bubbles merrily in the center of the room, spilling water down a series of stylized flowers into a wide basin below. Teeth have been scattered in this fountain, harshly obscuring a colorful mosaic in the basin. Two archways open into the room that you came from. Uh, how about everybody gives me perception checks? Uh, that's a 20 for Rogyar. <laughs> that's a 6 for Crow. 10 for Thalias. 20 for Vipira. The room appears empty. Well, we should uh, head up the stairs, I guess. That's if there's nothing else in here. There's I nothing in here. There was, there I head was over teeth to the in the fountain. fountain. Yeah, what's this fountain yeah. about? It's like the centerpiece of the room. There are teeth in the fountain as if, like, in the same vein as somebody would like flick a coin into a fountain and make a wish There's just loose teeth covering the the bottom of the fountain uh and they're covering up some sort of mosaic i think me and viper are thinking the same thing that this is free teeth and we might need teeth yeah i look over at viper like should we fish some of these out just in case yeah i think it's probably for the best uh, they might be a token at some point or another and hey, worst case scenario, we can always just um, use them to wish on this fountain. Sure. I go over to the fountain and start uh, yeah. trying to scoop out some scoop out some teeth. Vipira reaches in too. So Thalias and Vipira uh, are reaching into the fountain to collect some teeth. And Thalias does a 15 beat your CMD without your dex. Nope. Okay. And uh, I'm guessing a four doesn't beat Vipira's flat-footed CMD. Nope. So you're both reaching into the fountain, and you both feel a something grab hold of one of your fingers and, like, twist. You're able to wrench your hand away in time and see two of these uh, pixies uh, with their wrenches out. And it looked like they were going for your 
going for your fingers. That was the surprise round. Everybody roll initiative. Uhtred. 19. Father Crow. 19. What's your modifier? Mine is a 7. Uhtred is a 2. Rogyar. 8. Thalias. 10. Okay, and Vipira. 12. Okay, Father Crow, it is your turn. Father Crow is going to draw his short sword, but he's going to hold his action because last time, Vipira seemed to know how to get these things to listen. So I'm going to wait till after Vipira's turn. That's smart. Very good. Uhtred. Uhtred's going to take a five-foot step forward, putting him kind of like on uh, the back left shoulder of Thalias, and he's going to try and stab this pixie right in the face with his dagger. Okay. Does a 10 hit? It does not. Up well, next that's is Vi- all Uhtred's got. Up next is Vipira. Vipira takes a five-foot step backwards. Okay. And she is... Um, it worked once, so she's going to give it a go again. I know that uh, Uhtred just tried to stab one, but I'm going to see if it works out to my favor. Place down those tools immediately. I'm so tired of you guys raising your pliers at us. Enough is enough. We're here to see your boss, and if you rather die, then continue. And she, like, has her claws, like, red, like, she's showing her claws. Okay, Vipira, give me an intimidate check. 25. I'm on your team, and I'm scared. Do you do anything else with your turn? No, I, uh, I await their response. Uh, up next is Thalias. And these two fairies will react on their turns. Okay. As stated, I uh, sort of slowly and sneakily slink away from uh, stealing teeth from the fountain. Okay. Are you, like, stepping away? So just... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. For sure. All right. So it is the it is these pixies' turns. And they don't attack you. But these, uh, these pixies seem a bit less uh, passive than the ones in the courtyard and they start speaking. Uh, does anybody speak Sylvan? Nope. No. Of no. my six nope. languages, that is not one of them. Okay. Uh, so the so the, the one that was in Vipira's space, he starts like su su du nitiku foot and uh, he seems to be kind of like holding his hand out, uh, expecting something. He he like bares his teeth in like a like a big, ugly grin. He like and he taps one of his own teeth, and then he holds his hand out to you. Foot to Vipira. Foot foot, and the uh, the the other one like his companion is uh, mimicking the same thing, and they're kind of both looking at all of you as a group. I whisper to Father Crow. They want teeth, but I'm uh, using mine. I don't want to use my teeth. I am also quite fond of mine. The the, the one who who was uh, originally speaking, he holds up four fingers. He holds up four fingers and he says, "Foot, foot, foot," and he holds up his other hand. Um, I mean, four teeth isn't that unreasonable. No, I just and don't have four teeth to give. Really, now, I mean, now we know why they have pliers. <laughs> Vipera points to her teeth uh, saying that she understands what she's saying or what they're saying uh, and just holds up his finger uh, holds up her finger give me one minute and she's going to walk calmly 
into the other room. And oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And she's going to try to. Uh, <laughs> oh God, this is gonna be all right. This is gonna scoop, scoop up some of the glass from the stained stained glass or the teeth from the stained glass yep. thing. Yep. And uh, That's brilliant. Gonna, I forgot that friggin' piece of glass had teeth. She's going to uh, walk calmly back and uh, hand one tooth to everybody. Oh, don't put this bad juju on all of us. <laughs> And say, uh, present this to them. It, it might help. And she turns back around to face uh, the fairies, and she presents her tooth. I do as instructed, um, but I try not to get my fingers pinched by the pliers. So I do it sort of hesitantly, but sort of. The tooth fairies uh, kind of leer down at your hands, uh, presenting these teeth. And the one that seems like he's in charge... He reaches out and he grabs one and he like looks at it real closely, scrutinizing it. And he like he gives it a sniff and he just ah! and he, th- he throws it. He throws it back into the into the fountain and he turns back to Viper and he like like a like a scolding finger holds his pliers out at, at Viper and he just starts going off in Sylvan. It's almost like they're really good at identifying uh, different qualities of teeth. Uh, and yeah. he doesn't. He does Maybe we should not seem fooled or amused by this ploy, and he is very upset. And he's like, 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 just like, ch- like chittering off a storm. And then, like, when he's all done, he like right in Viper's face. He holds up four fingers. Foot, foot, foot. We're not giving them our teeth, girl. Yeah, I'm well aware. Thank you. Well, uh, maybe we Vi- should give them our teeth. Four teeth feels like a small price to pay to get back to the material plane. First, it's your teeth, and what's next? They're going to start asking for a finger and start asking for a hand. No, no, no. I don't think these things are interested really in our fingers or hands, as you can take a look around. Uh, Viper. Oh, God. God damn. Um, God, this is going to be fucked. Uh, Viper takes the pliers. What? Out of his hand? What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Real quick, before you do that, I'm gonna sort of have a, a team meeting if we can. I think we called the meeting a timeout already. Well, I need another one because it's either <laughs> generally it's either when you call timeout back to back, it's yet. a foul. <laughs> I'm not sure right, we need some... to. Like, I don't All think right. they speak I'll... common. Okay. Well. What I'm going to suggest is if they do speak common is really bad. So I'm just going <laughs> to whisper it and hope they don't hear it. <laughs> what if we tell them we're going to give them our teeth and then when they get close, we kill them uh, nicely. As we're huddled up having that, Uchir's just going to kind of make the decision that, you know what? Teeth are worth nothing to him right now. He just needs to get back to the material plane. Oh, so I 100% up, agree. Walks up to... <laughs> This tooth fairy, the one that's above Vipira, like the the off one that hasn't been dealing with Vipira, and he'll kind of like hook his index finger on the inside of his left cheek, and then hold up four fingers and go, whoo whoo, oh my and like kind of like lean Dude. in to let him ply her mouth. <laughs> Do I Crow's get jaw the, uh, drops to the ground, but he quickly scoops it up out of fear. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> an open jaw with give them an teeth, invitation. Teeth <laughs> yeah, I don't want them to get the wrong idea. His four is plenty. Uh, seeing Uhtred step up like that, like Vipira immediately is like, I'm not gonna let you be the bigger person oh here, God. and she like opens her <laughs> her mouth up too. Take five of mine. Oh my god. <laughs> Seeing that out of the corner of my eye, Uhtred's gonna go, cha- drop two fingers and go, crow, crow, crow. <laughs> teeth, teeth are meaningless to me. Uh, take all four. I mean, I mean, two, 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 two. I only want two gone. Well, there's no uh, need to give him eight. <laughs> yeah. Do I uh, do I get the feeling that they're setting up my play that I just talked about, where we're inviting them <laughs> to take our teeth only to bash them with a shovel? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. You might. Well, I did just say, let's let them take our teeth and then blast them. And they're like, walk over out. Oh, here you go. Four. No two. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to hold my shovel and just sort of walk around the back here. <laughs> if it looks like... Sho- I mean, if the teeth just... <laughs> shovel, held, like, cocked and ready over your head. Like, arms raised up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> quite like that. Yeah, I mean, you're not that far off. Okay. Yeah, um, but, so, if they just kind of pop out, you know... Then I won't do anything. But if they're like really in there and it looks like there's an opening where I could score some, you know, serious shoveling to the head, I'm gonna consider shoveling to the head. But I wanna know what the what the whole scene unfolds to. Because if they're like surgeons just like pop pop and they don't give me enough time, then I'm definitely not gonna swing and miss when they're already done in and out in two seconds. Right. Okay. Uh so the so they each uh, the orange colored and yellow colored pixies uh, go to Uhtred and Vipira respectively. Like Uhtred like kind of like pointed to his left cheek and he's like take these specifically, but like they like like with their tiny little hand they like grab your like grab onto your lip and they're like pulling this way and that way. They're like really like they look like they're looking for like the the choicest of your teeth for them to take. They're not really taking into account which ones you want them to take. And when they're like, ah, yeah, that one. And they take their plier and they just like wiggle, wiggle, pop. And like as a standard action, they just, uh, they each take a tooth uh, one after another. No and way. So it is that quick. They're just like, pop, pop. We got your yeah, teeth. These, yeah, these things are like just in and out, like boom, boom, boom. Uh, got your teeth. Uh, so two rounds later, Uhtred and Vipira are each missing two teeth. And you have each taken two non-lethal damage. If they take so. a front tooth, is it two? Yeah, I was gonna ask what two <laughs> what two teeth did they take? I'm willing to roll percent dice to figure out. I I know I I won't need yeah. to know what teeth got taken out of my head, guy. <laughs> oh God! Uh, so I'm I'm like, all right, I'll just Google like a chart, and so I Google human teeth, and Google's like, oh, <laughs> human teeth for sale? Like as the first <laughs> fucking. Uh, well, that... that's what we should have done. <laughs> you didn't know there was real teeth fairy in the real world? Oh, my God. Fucking disgusting. On, like, the left side of your, your mouth, not not your, not your, like, left front tooth and not the one next to that, but the one next to that uh, they took. The canine tooth? I, I don't yeah. know. The coolest the tooth? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, oh, took wow. the canine. And also... Uh, don't tell me they take the other one. No, they don't take your second canine, but they do take the, not your very back top left, but the one right 
in front of that. Okay. Damn. Yeah, so they got a good. Like, they got a good one for sure. Yeah. Vipera. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They look like a hockey player now. Your the bottom right side of your mouth, not the back one or the next one, but the one in front of that. So your third okay. from the back yeah. right, and then they couldn't just take the wisdom teeth. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And then do on us the, a favor. And then on the other side of your mouth, back left, not the back one, but the one in front of that. Oh, okay. So yeah, they, that's fine. They really dug deep for Vipera's. Yeah, so uh, that brings us back to this room. Uh, these two tooth fairies are like like grinning ear to ear, which for the size of their teeth is uh, pretty disturbing probably. They are grinning ear to ear and just like looking at each other with like these big dumb like shit-eating grins with, with their teeth comparing sizes and shapes. I snapped them out of it. Four. Four. Uh, where's your boss? <laughs> I, like, he like tried to do it in their yeah. language and then just at the end was like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of exactly yeah. it. They they turn back to Vipira almost like begrudgingly like, Ugh, hold on. Like, like, like the person that's like on the phone in the drive-thru window and they're like, hold on, this person <laughs> wants something. What? They see you kind of like stand there like, now what? And they uh, they both point to the the stairs on the north side of the room, and these stairs like they they circle around the room as they go up, on in either direction, so you can like take them like clockwise or counterclockwise, whichever direction you want. And you can see that they they lead up to the same balcony, which you can't like see into, but you can you can see that it's like like kind of like open space once you get up there. Vipira is going to uh, start walking towards the staircase and looks back at him. If your boss is not up there, you'll be sure that I'm coming back for those teeth. Very wide-eyed and grinning. They're not even with, looking uh, at you. They're just like, food, 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 and like flying around the center of the fountain. As you start to climb up the stairs, you actually hear like, you hear some giggling coming from, you're not sure where, but it uh, would appear that these two tooth fairies were not the only ones in the room there may have been additional tooth fairies still invisible that are now giggling at your the the cost you paid to go up the stairs well that's pretty rude of them as we're walking up i'm gonna stand you know walking with utrid and i'm just gonna be sort of reassuring him and thanking him like hey man that was really brave of you back there you know i really appreciate that and you can't even tell right i mean you look you look great (laughs) can't even you know, barely even noticeable. Really? You can't tell? I like Uchard smiles like big and wide. Really? I like uh, try and like fucking with it with my tongue. Like uh, I'm, I'm, it feels like it took I'm a sort of I'm wincing a bit but trying to be cool. Like, no, no, you look great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that really sucks. I'm just trying to make sure he, you know, he doesn't feel so bad about it. Right. He no, looks terrible. Uchard, I'm just gonna be honest. Uchard feels <laughs> not fine about it, like Okay, good. That was a calculated decision of if we kill two of these things, like, and then turn around and go to the boss and be like, hey, give us that thing we need. Ignore the fact that we just killed two of your kind. Well, like I said, I appreciate the hell out of you, bro. And hey, you look great. We're going to we're gonna get you new teeth, better teeth. All right, so you guys are making your way up the staircase. May I ask what direction you guys are walking up? I, I start walking up the right. Actually, Uhtred's going to go whatever staircase Thelias goes first on. <laughs> Rogier's following Uhtred. 
I mean, that that tactic has not failed Uchard since we decided, came to that conclusion of send the tanky guy first. Right. Okay. Right here starts, tr- like, trucking it to the right. Like, I- I'm t- sick and tired of this fucking game. I'm prepared to follow. I mean, all this time I'm talking to Uhtred, so it's not like I'm leading the charge. Vipira, I'll be like a, you know, a step behind her. I'll be behind uh, Uhtred and Thalias as they're chatting. Rogar's in the back, as is tradition. As is tradition. So a narrow balcony surrounds the grand staircase and the fountain below. Stairs descend from the east and west back from where you came, and two hallways lead south. You see something on this uh, raised stage at the other end of this balcony, and it might be kind of hard to make out what you're looking at, because it's, it's two figures that are kind of like, like one is stooped over the other, and they're kind of small. Well, I know better than to, uh, you know, think that small is not powerful, so... <laughs> They are tiny sized, so they're uh, they're like the size of a house cat. They're a little bit bigger than the tooth fairies downstairs, but uh, still kind of oh, okay. still kind of small. Well, I'm not afraid of tiny. <laughs> uh, as you uh, as you grow closer, you see the the center of the south wall contains a small stage raised two feet above the ground. The backdrop of the stage is a grimy city street with a red and white striped pole. The stage contains a doll-sized reclining chair. A doll lies in the chair, its bloody mouth open wide, and a second doll stands over the first, clad in a blood-spattered white smock like a barber dentist, triumphantly holding aloft an extracted tooth. What do you do? Ooh, well. Th- these are clearly living creatures or like animated objects or something like they're moving they're not like statues this isn't like a like a still scene like they're like performing some sort of play or procedure as you approach coming across that uh Rogier would do one of those gathings like and like kind of turn away for a second before gathering himself Vipira approaches hi hello there hi you just yeah. walk right up oh my goodness Okay. Is anybody uh, following Vipira? I'm two steps behind Vipira. Okay. Not, not one anymore. It's I may be a little bit more than two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with three. I mean, it's worked so far. <laughs> yeah. 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 Done this every room, and it, it's been yeah, but no need for okay. me to be up front when it doesn't work. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, it, it only cost point. us four teeth so far. <laughs> I just want to know where everybody is when uh, when Vipira starts speaking to them. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what way to your boss? They're they're not really paying much attention to you. The the one doll seems to be hunched over again, working on the the patient doll. And you say which way to your boss, and you hear another like, and a, a tooth uh, can be seen held up in the doll's hands again. <laughs> and uh, he turns around with like this big wide smile, and he says, "Next patient, please." And the patient doll stands up, like, covering its bloody mouth with its hand. I start walking down to the hallway towards the south. <laughs> Interesting. I sort of wonder if uh, Vipira maybe should come back here. What are you doing? So Vipira turns to leave, and the doll that was being the surgeon, out of nowhere, like, it was, like, being all, like, creepy and, like, standing still, and Vipira turns to leave, and he just drops the act, and he just sprints at Vipira. 
doing a surprise round half charge, uh, wielding a tiny little knife. Ooh. It seems weird that it gets a surprise round while we're watching it. Yeah. Well, Vipira turned to leave, and I don't know. Yeah, none of us assholes yeah, are Warner. <laughs> we might not even have time. Like we might be saying, "Watch out!" as he's doing the half charge. Uh, I mean, fair enough. Uh, why doesn't everybody give me well, no, uh, uh, initiative rolls? And I think maybe Vipera can take a penalty for turning to leave when this combat would otherwise be starting. Father Crow got a nine. Utrid eight. Vipera seventeen. Thalias. Yeah, just a four this time. <laughs> Rogar. Five. Okay, even with the penalty she had to her initiative roll, Vipira is up first. You are aware that these creatures are about to attack you. Vipira essentially says, fuck it, and uh, she does her own charge and gets right inside, uh, gets right up in the face for a claw. Okay. Does a 14 uh, to its flat-footed AC. Of it's a 14. 16 if you're charging. Oh, uh, can I actually charge or is it... Uh, it's not a surprise round, so you could just charge. Oh, okay, yeah, then so 16. A 16 will hit their flat-footed AC. A 6 damage plus 1 sneak attack, so 7 damage all around. Can Utrud take a free action to uh, make a knowledge check? To see what the fuck these things are. They're, they're not fairies, right? They don't look like the things we just uh, encountered. Yeah, everybody who wants to can give me a knowledge arcana check. We should roll the 12 on that check. A 12 will identify them uh, as soul-bound dolls. These small sentient dolls contain a fragment of another creature's soul. Uh, even though that sounds like they might be like undead or something, they are constructs, just like the... Uh, the stained glass window downstairs. You can ask me one question about them. Do they have any weaknesses? Yes, actually. The weakened conviction of a soulbound doll's soul makes it susceptible to mind-affecting effects, despite the fact that it's a construct. But otherwise, that is everything you know about them. And Vipira just dealt seven damage to the red-colored one. It is now the doll's turns. All right, Red is going to uh, enter Vipera's space, which will provoke an attack of opportunity. Nice. Uh, 22 to hit. 22 will hit. Three damage. Okay. And with that claw attack and the one you dealt in the first round, you feel a small amount of damage uh, being reduced. Oh, okay. But then it finishes its movement, and that is a 12 to hit with its tiny dagger. Does not hit. Okay. And then blue is going to follow suit, charging this time. Uh, Viper, do you have the combat reflexes feet? I do not. Okay, then even though this provokes, Viper has already used her attack of opportunity, and the soulbound doll will stab. And that's a 12 to hit. Does not hit. Okay. It is now Father Crow's turn. So is there a difference in elevation between this edge and then... I'm assuming those are steps down in the center of the room? Yeah. The, That's where we came yeah, from. This is... Down here is where you came from uh, before you climbed the stairs. Like, that's where the fountain uh, is. 
let me, I'm sure I can give you an elevation difference, uh, but it's going to be, you know, significant. Well, I mean, if it's significant, then I'm going to start hoofing my way around. I want to try and get to the other side so I can come up from the back. So double move. Nailed it. First try. (laughs) All right. Father Crow spends his turn going around the other side. Uhtred, you're up. Uhtred will move down and come up alongside of Vipira, uh, one space above her. And I will try to cut open the blue doll with a slash from my dagger. All right. Uh, It's going to be a seven. Seven will not hit. All right. uh, It is now Rogyar's turn. I don't know about you guys, but I really want to see Rogyar just jump across this whole balcony with his jumpy powers, even though it doesn't make any sense for him to do that. It's what, 35 feet to get to roughly where the C is in C7 there? Yeah. So I would need to, I would need to, I need to roll an 18 with my plus seven bonus. I could do it. (laughs) And if I used a point of burn, I could easily do it. Yep. I think you need a, a nine on the D20 or a nine total because you double it if you spend a point of burn, I think. Yeah, so basically I quadruple it if I spend a point of right, burn. Right, right, right. Yeah. It, I double it no matter what because of my power. Yeah, the burn doubles it again is what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. That'd yeah. Be pretty cool. Um, pretty cool. <laughs> I, I think Rogier is going to try and jump across. Holy shit. To get a better... Yes. To get a better vantage point. Yes. So... Anybody Let's else see. feel the one coming up? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we got. Oh, baby. That's a 23 on my acrobatics check. So Rogyar is jumping clear across this gap to the balcony <gasps> to the other That's side amazing. of the Amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, that was with the... And like, cr- 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 that was oh with the expenditure God. of a burn point, right? <laughs> No, it was not. Oh, okay. Second time, Crow's jaws <laughs> hit the floor and scrambled to pick it up. So, yeah, with a burn, he would have been on the other side of the freaking plane that we're on. Uh, so that was a move action too. Amazingly, yeah. So like, I just imagine like from the corner where Rogier was standing, he just like you just see him kind of like squat down for a second, and you can see like a little swirl of air gathering by his feet, and he just pushes off and sails across this 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 yeah. gap to the other to the balcony on the other side and as he's coming in for a landing he just like throws a hand out and shoots a blast at the uh, red puppet the one that's been amazing the one that Viper attacked initially it it does sound it does make the same exact noise as a balloon you let go of <laughs> <laughs> so you know <laughs> uh but with the penalty, that's only oh a seven God. to hit. So the blast, the shot does go wide. What about what about that cool sucks points? So much. Does cool effect hit? <laughs> uh, no, never, and it never will. <laughs> All right, that was that was an amazing uh, scene uh, for you to paint for us, though, Matt. Thank you, uh, Thalias. You're up next. Yeah, well, go I ahead. Follow that. Walk jump, over there. Like jump a across the balcony. Idiot. Dare you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, walk- I'm taking the long way like a fucking loser. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Thelias sees that, is utterly amazed, and then sort of just jogs over right next to the Vipera. And uh, we're not, we're not flanking, are we? There's no way to get in a flanking position. 
Because I, I would love that for if, me. Yeah, because be, they're, they're technically yeah. in Vipera's square, so like, yeah. she's right. not on the opposite side of them. Yeah, if somebody got in this okay. square, then you'd be flanking with them. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> and I rear back with my shovel and smash. Has one been damaged yet? One has, right? Um, uh, yeah, the red one. The red has. one. The red one. Yeah, so the one that's already um, been attacked, that's my target okay. for a 21. 21 will hit. It'll hit for nine damage, babies. Nice. You feel a little bit of that damage slide off, but most of it stuck. Okay, that brings us back to Vipira. Vipira is going to take a five-foot step uh, to here, and uh, she is going to swing at the one that she's been swinging at. And uh, meanwhile, she's going to say, you guys just can't let us through, can you? And she's just going to keep on clawing away. Uh, okay. It is going to be ooh, 10 to hit. 10 won't hit. Uh, one more time. And a 26 to hit. 26 will ooh. hit. Uh, for four slashing and then four sneak attack. Okay. Vipira, you destroy that soulbound doll. Hey. Hey. Just tear it to pieces with your claws. And I give the other one like a wild look. I'm not done yet. I'm going to murder all of you. It just clamps its ma- its uh, hand over its bloody mouth and it shakes its head in fear. And Father Crow, you're up. I'm going to continue running around the outside <laughs> like a bring it around <laughs> sound. <laughs> I'm going to use a double move and get to right up next to the stage. I'm adjacent to Vipira. Okay, Okay, up next is Uhtred. Let's try and dagger Mr. Blue Guy again. All right. Uh, So it's a 12 to hit. 12 will not hit. I see this dagger's back to being a pile (laughs) of dog shit again. Yeah, it really really (laughs) is. (laughs) Okay, Rogar, it's your turn. What are you going to do? Rogyar is going to just jump straight up in the air to shoot a blast at this thing from like the peak of his jump to try and you know avoid hitting Vipira in the back of the head. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Let me just double check how high the ceilings are in this place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the ceilings are ten feet high throughout the palace, although the central courtyard is open to the twilight sky above. Okay, so yeah, you got ten feet that you can jump up and get a clear shot. Which is amazing. <laughs> so, all right. I rolled a 20 on my acrobatics, which allows me to jump. I think it's uh, four. Norm- normally, that, normally, that would be five feet in the air, but because I double it, I jump 10 feet straight up <laughs> and shoot a blast at this you thing. You feel your hair just kind of brush the ceiling. Oh, and I miss wide again with an 11. Man, but you are providing no shortage of acrobatic entertainment <laughs> for the audience. <laughs> Unfortunately, you just keep on missing. All glitter, no substance. <laughs> Thelias. Whereas Uhtred is no glitter and no substance. Oh, shit. No, <laughs> pew, pew, pew. no scimitar either. I've, I've <laughs> killed things, sir. <laughs> Did I skip the tooth fairies this turn? I feel like I skipped them. I totally skipped nope, them. Nope, Thelias' turn. No, I totally oh, skipped. Man. For my turn. They actually went right after Viperus. So I'm just going to go real quick. And this uh, Soulbound doll is going to, it's actually, we'll see if it even survives this. Uh, It's going to, let's roll acrobatics for it to see if it can avoid an attack of opportunity. 
uh, but it's going to move five feet into Vipira's space again. But that's going to provoke from everybody pending an acrobatics check. I got an 11. So that's versus everybody's CMDs, which I am assuming uh, it did not uh, beat. Yeah, er everyone should get a swing at this so, thing now. <laughs> yeah, uh, Uhtred, Thalias, and Vipira each get an attack of opportunity. Uhtred missed it. Oh, Thalias did 24, baby. 24 hits. Uh, just for five, though. Letting it off with a warning. Okay, <laughs> Vipira. 24 to hit. 24 hits. Eight damage. Okay, okay. now it is Thalias' turn. All right. So it's still standing there, then. Yes, it is. All right. Just asking to get shoveled. Here we go. Well, you're going to have to five-foot step. This is now in Vipira's space again. Oh, I see. Shovel time, 16. A 16 <laughs> does hit. Oh, perfect. Um, yeah, this is another warning, but a, a more stern warning. <laughs> Just a five. All right. Slowly but surely. And we're back to Vipira. Fuck off. You going to take a step back so you're flanking? Oh, yeah. 26 to hit. 26 will hit. With 11 damage. Uh, 11 damage. Holy shit. That includes sneak attack. All right. With that 11 damage, you destroy the second doll. Fuck yeah. Damn, Vipira just ripped these things to shreds. I just hold this damn thing over my head and just like... Oh, let's move on to the next room so I could destroy whatever the fuck's in there. I'm so over this. Uh, yeah, Uhtred wants to detect magic. You are, uh, you are detecting a magical aura. I described that there is a red and white striped pole, uh, as part of the, uh, the, the backdrop and, uh, props on this stage, and that red and white striped pole is detecting is magic. I'll roll a spellcraft check to, uh, at least I, I do this well. I smell some malpractice. 25. 25. I got... Yeah, I got 25. You identify this as a lesser metamagic rod of extend spell. Uh, oh, shit. Extend spell, I believe, uh, doubles the duration of a spell. And a lesser metamagic rod allows you to apply that effect to any spell of uh, up to third level three times per day. Well, who else can cast spells? Father Crow? That's it? Yep. You're you. So far. All right. I can theoretically cast spells, but not yet. <laughs> well, future spells. A couple levels yet. <laughs> All of my spells are in the future. I think Uchid's going to hold on to this one for himself. Oh, Father Crow, you cool with that? So far, the only spell Crow has cast I wouldn't, is I wouldn't, Cure, so that doesn't need to be extended. Yeah, Crow's not going to fight for that at all. He's He don't give a shit. Yeah, he also just got an Ion Stone, so... Yeah, that's kind of my thing. Like I'm looking at this Ion Stone above my head going, I don't know, I kind of got mine right now. I don't feel like arguing <laughs> with him. Plus, he did just lose two fucking teeth for this, and <laughs> I'm not giving up my teeth, so... That's fair. I think this is all pretty fair so far. Okay, so what do you guys do? Uh, Vipira actually puts, uh, like, holds on to the dolls and is, like, dragging them into the next room. Uh, I don't even think she has to drag it. She holds them to go into the next room. Oh, she's got her little teddy bears. <laughs> okay. Uh, Vipira, uh, hands stained red with the blood covering these dolls, marches down the hallway. Rogyar is very quick to get out of this psychopath's way. And let her go first. Yep. Thalias is uh, three steps behind now. <laughs> does, does that rod weigh anything? 
Uh, I do not believe so. I'll double check. Real quick, Nick. Rods weigh approximately five pounds. God damn it, Matt. I was what? just <laughs> getting to that. <laughs> That's a thick rod. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. big. I'm getting close to my weight load weight limit. If you guys ever need uh, someone big and tough to carry stuff, just remember old Thelias, uh If we ever need a pack meal. Yeah, load, load to spare. Yeah. <laughs> just pile, pile me up. Feed me carrots. All right, so Vipera is still standing on the stage. I'm assuming you're the the one leading the oh, charge uh, to the door. Yeah, I'm leading. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I open it. Like I motherfucking belong. You open the door. Once an elegant study, this room has floor-to-ceiling bookshelves along the walls, a pair of heavy desks, and several overstuffed chairs. Most of the books have been shredded, their pages and covers forming small nests. The chairs have all been sliced open, their stuffing removed and likewise fashioned into small nests. An unsteady chair made of stacked books stands atop the larger of the room's two desks. Loose teeth are piled on the shelves affixed to the ceiling and heaped on the floors in strange spiky patterns. The only exit is the one that you stand in. And sitting on that unsteady chair, you see a creature resembling a gaunt humanoid from the waist up and a fleshy insect from the waist down. This child-sized creature has enormous black eyes and a large jaw with a lulling tongue. It wears a crown made of humanoid teeth and clutches a tooth-studded scepter. And you see, uh, in addition to this creature, you see four other uh, tooth fairies uh, scattered about the room, like sitting in their little nests made of uh, chair stuffing and page and uh, book pages. And the the larger creature, which is still small-sized, turns to you and it says, uh, You must be the intruders. I am Prince Ospid. What do you want? Humble and Thoot sent us this way to talk to the fairy queen to get out of here. We just want back our normal lives, and every single time that a creature stands in our way, this is what happens. And I toss him the dolls. I've had it with this nonsense. I want out of here. Can you point me in the direction of the fairy queen? From the back, Rogar calls out, we're just looking for the stamp so we can be on our way and not bother you anymore. Yep, yep, not bothering you. That's what we do. Isn't that right, Vipira? This creature, uh, like, he like cranes his head and he says, Who said that? Who else is with you? Everybody, uh, I, I must see you all. Who else is there? And he seems to want Whoa. I take a step forward inside the room. and introduce yeah. myself. <laughs> do you all step inside the room? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll cram our way in there, I yeah. guess. I'm just going to go ahead and I'll, move I'll my right there. To the... Yeah. Nope. Get out of here, Thelias. I'm not being lined up next to any of these things. So you want stamp. Stamp is why you are here. Yes. Uh, yes. Of course, I can grant stamp of passage. But first, I must receive payment for this stamp. You must each give me one tooth for this payment. <laughs> um. <laughs> While he's really? talking, can I, like, just glance around the room to see if, like, 
this is going to sound kind of dumb, but see if like there's like a stamp like on the desk or something. It's just literally just like a stamp that I can <laughs> grab and like hit myself with. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a perception check. Uh, that's a 20. You don't see anything that looks like an obvious stamp. Okay. <laughs> I mean, hell, I already gave these things two teeth. Yeah. Screw it. What? A, what's another one? Yeah. Uhtred's going to move up to the tooth fairy that's closest to uh, the tooth king and again hook his index finger in his cheek and pull it open so Uhtred approaches this guy and uh, he kind of like he kind of like withdraws a little bit with like a look of disgust he says he says oh I I will not be taking tooth one and he like snaps and he says he says he points to one of the tooth fairies and he says you uh, remove this peasant's tooth yeah, that's why I went up to one of the tooth fairies and not the guy himself. Oh, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, he uh, he directs the tooth fairy to take your uh, tooth. Uh, is everybody else on board for this? I've got my shovel ready. <laughs> Reluctantly. I think Crow would definitely go last if possible. He would be, like, sitting at his back as much as he could in no hurry. Now, Joe, I heard you say you have your shovel ready. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, just in case this is an elaborate ploy again, you know, where, oh, take my tooth, oh. and then, but Thelias, you know, hits him with the Okay, shovel. but Thelias is, like, waiting for somebody else to pull the trigger, essentially. Yeah, I don't want to give my goddamn teeth. It's totally not cool with me, but I don't see another way out, and this dude's already missing two teeth, so. I mean, it's kind of against your oath to give a tooth, isn't it? I, I don't like it. I'm not sure if it's, like, grotesquery to me seems like you could lose a tooth and, like, be fine. If Vipira sees any level of turmoil, either give him the tooth or I'll give it to him for you. Enough's enough. I want out. He, he like, slams... threaten me, girl. He, like, slams his scepter on his desk and he says, Each of you will give me tooth. I will not proceed unless I have a tooth from all five of you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Let me think about this. Let me think about this. I mean, you guys don't have to give your teeth. You also don't have to get the stamp. <laughs> you can just stay on right, the dead right, roads. Right, right, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vipira opens up her mouth and uh, just stares at, uh, you know, this prince dude. All right. So one by one. You each get one tooth taken out of your mouth by one of these four tooth fairies with their pliers, and you each take one non-lethal damage. And as uh, each of you has a tooth removed, uh, uh, the tooth fairy brings the removed tooth over to Prince Uspid, and uh, Prince Uspid takes the tooth and he affixes it to his tooth-covered scepter. Oh, now that is too much. No, that is too much. He's putting my tooth on his goddamn yes, scepter. Is. Yeah, but better on his scepter than just like th- cast away as part of this castle, right? That's the fucking royal I don't scepter, know, man. man. I don't know. He's kind of pissing me off. Okay, I'm I'm losing my cool internally, but go on. Yeah, but, I mean, he already took the damn tooth, so it's almost too late now. <laughs> well, you know, it's like if someone mugs you for money and then it's just like, you know. <laughs> And then you watch them walk across the street into a store to buy a smoothie. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That, that's it. I kind of feel like that's your smoothie, huh? Yeah, but don't don't also forget the context of which we're here. Like trying to get back home. Yeah. We've been through so much shit. Like, does uh, does Thelias really want to fight more things? 
No. It's just really rude. I'm having a <laughs> problem with the sort of semantics of how rude this dude is being. Like, I get his whole thing is teeth, but he's got a castle made of teeth. He really I mean, needs he's been pretty polite, tooth. though, when you think about it. I he was guess. like, yeah, this is the cost of business. I don't like him. I don't like him affixing it to his scepter. Uh, and we'll, we'll keep with tradition. Let's go over exactly which tooth each of you lose. Uh, I really oh, like I swear that. Oh, uh, Vipira, uh, the third tooth that you've lost is uh, top left, fourth from the back. Oh, okay. That's like another molar. Yeah, that's like right, I would assume, next to the uh, canine tooth. I think it's one Feels one like back it, yeah. from the one behind the canine tooth. Uh, Father Crow, you lose your top right canine. Welcome to the club, buddy. Alrighty. Utrid, you lose your top front left tooth. So close, guys. I'm going to talk like an idiot from now on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, well, fucking are you serious? Trying to throw copper pieces Rogue through. <laughs> You lose uh, bottom right, third from the back. All right, one of the molars. And Thalias, you lose uh, not your top front left tooth, but the one right next to it. Oh, come on. Oh, it's like in between the front teeth and the molar. Yeah. Or the canine. Correct. Oh, oh I, God. I really, really, I wasn't even going to bother like going over the specifics of which tooth everybody lost, but I really like that somebody brought that up. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, so after everybody's teeth has been taken out of their mouths and the teeth have been affixed to Prince Uspid's scepter, he kind of takes uh, a moment to, uh, to admire the, uh, the new uh, addition to his scepter. And he says, Yes, uh, now to business. Uh, I will, of course, grant your stamp of passage. But there is slight problem. There is a faction of tooth fairies in this f palace that have gone rogue and do not claim I am proper ruler of Palace of Teeth. You must squash this insurrection and... Bring me the head of the one responsible. This person has also stolen my stamp, which must be given by me to allow you to pass through the dead roads. Yeah, I'm doing a bluff check on that. Or, uh, yeah, sense motive. Sure. Sensing some motive here. Oh, yeah. Oh, it must be given by me. Yeah, right, guy. That's a 21. Dang, 10. 23 for Vipira. Of course, of course, Vipira is the one to get 23. Vipira, you're sensing some inaccuracies. You're sensing some some truth withheld from uh, Prince Uspid, uh, specifically about the bit with the stamp of approval. Something about the circumstances that he needs it back, uh, or maybe about the authority he has to grant it. Something regarding that stamp of approval. He, he, ha he has some sort of hesitation in his speech. It's very subtle, but you picked up on it, and there's something he's not telling you. Worst case scenario, he's not even the guy who can give you the stamp of approval. Yeah, this guy's full of shit, and he's got my goddamn He's teeth. the insurrection. Not cool. Seriously. Let's put this guy down. What do you do 
I hear you can reattach. What do you do, Vipira? I make an attack roll. Could you at least ask him where the other infection is? And we'll see you next week on the Inspired (laughs) and Confidence (laughs) Podcast. See ya. Oh, my God. Oh, man. See ya.